Okay, y'all. So today on this episode of Sir Salesor Podcast, we are talking all about the four lessons I learned scaling to six figures in 10 months. And let me tell you, these are some lessons I wish I would have found out a little bit earlier and I wish they wouldn't have taken me so long to figure out. So hopefully when you listen to this episode, you can avoid those pitfalls that I made so you can scale even faster. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, 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 my Surf Scale Store family. Oh my gosh, y'all. I am so excited about this episode because I am chatting about the four lessons I learned scaling to six figures. And let me tell you, some of these lessons were hard ones to learn, but I learned them along the way. Some of them I wish I would have known a little bit quicker because it would have made my journey a little bit easier, but I'm so glad I learned them so I can share with you today so you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. And so I just want to jump on in. These are like the big time lessons I learned. There's four of them because y'all know I'm all about fours in my business. And so I just want to jump on in. And the first one is keep it simple. If you know me, if you've been listening, you know that I'm all about simplicity, keeping things simple. When we keep things simple, they run a lot easier. So keeping our business simple. So I talked about this in the four things I tracked in episode two. I talked about it in episode three with my tools. Like I just keep them simple and we'll make sure to link those episodes below. But I'm all about simplicity and keeping your business simple, keeping your system simple, keeping your marketing simple. The simpler that you can keep your business, the easier it is for you to run, the easier it is for you to scale, and the easier it is for your clients to enjoy working with you. And so you don't need all the things. This is the really cool thing about being a service provider is we don't need all the things in order to be able to scale. So you don't need branding or a website. Like keep that simple. Keep it to just like a one page website. That's all you need. Like here's me, here's my services. Book a discovery call. Like let's keep it simple. Also, when it comes to your systems, let's simplify those. You don't need the fanciest proposals. You don't need the fanciest calendar systems or anything like that. Keep it simple. Until I remember it was April. I did like 19,000, 25,000, something like that in April. It was between those numbers. It was a big month. I worked the least I ever worked and I sent out proposals. And these proposals literally were black and white, nothing fancy. It was like, here's what I do. Here's how you pay me. Like so simple. Now I will tell you that my proposals are a little bit more fancy because I had someone do them for me. But I scaled way past six figures without having fancy proposals. Keep it simple. Everything does not have to look fancy or pretty. People don't really care about that stuff when it comes to services. They just want to know, what are you going to offer them? What are you going to take off the table for them? What are they not going to have to worry about that you're going to make their life simple? And when your business plan is simple, it's easy for them to see that. 
Also, it just makes the customer journey so much better. Like, think about it. When we talked about this in episode three, the four tools, I mean, it's just keeping things simple. Making the customer journey as simple as possible is easy for you. It's easy for your clients. It brings your clients continuously going back, which that is so important is that you're building those relationships with your clients because that's actually the number two lesson that I learned is relationships are everything. So not only keeping your business really simple, but also building relationships. I am not someone who builds a ton of relationships. I'm not trying to be the most popular person out there. Like that is just not important to me. But what I am really all about is building deep relationships, building deep relationships that go beyond Instagram feeds and go beyond the YouTube channels or anything like that. I really like to connect with people on a deeper level. And so there are people that I look to for my advice. I keep that simple. I seriously only listen to two to three podcasts. Two to three podcasts. It's the same two to three podcasts every week. It's the only ones I have. And it's because those people are in line with my values. They're in line with how I like to run my business. They're where I want to be. And so I like to keep my circle small, but I go deep. So with those people, those are the ones I purchase courses from. Those are the ones I listen to. That's where I get my advice from. Also, we need internet friends. (laughs) I mean, it's just such a lonely world sometimes. And so building relationships with inside groups. One of the things that I did when I just hit $6,000, I think it was back in October, I had hit $6,000 and I was like, I just need some people to connect with. And so I posted in a group and I said, hey, I'm looking for, you know, a handful of other businesswomen who are looking to scale to $10,000 a month in the next six months. And you just want to pop on and do like a weekly check-in call and just be support for each other. And you already have to be at 3000. Like I knew what I needed from this group and we formed a group. There's three of us that are still really close. Two of them are even in surf scale sore. And those relationships were so important to my growth. It was so crazy. We started that group in October and in January I had a $10,000 month. And then I was like, okay, this is my next goal. And we jumped on and like now all of us are having above $10,000 months. And it was so fun to grow together. So creating those relationships that are deep where people can support you, but also like who are you listening to? What podcast do you consume? What courses are you consuming? Make sure those are all in line with your vision for your business of your life and just making sure that you're not hearing too many people tell you too many things because that gets our, it gets our mind a little foggy. And the three people I listen to, they all have very similar beliefs. They train the same things. So I'm not hearing like two different marketing strategies. It's pretty much the same marketing strategy, just taught in different ways. And I think that's so important. I really believe that that's one of the reasons for my success is because I'm not clouded by all the noise. I keep my circle small but deep. Okay, so two of the lessons so far. We're keeping things simple and building relationships are everything. Now, the third one is do not base your pricing off of one person's comments. So I'm going to repeat that. 
because I feel like a lot of us need to hear that again. Do not base your pricing off a one person's comment. And this is what I'm talking about. You get on a discovery call. Let me just paint this picture. You get on a discovery call and it's going great and you're so excited. You're going to get this client. And then they ask you how much your pricing is. And you tell them and then they say, oh, that's too expensive. Or, oh, I just had a call with someone else and they're $100 cheaper. Or, oh, really? That's how much this is going to cost me? I don't think that's in my price range. And then you get into this awful cycle of thinking, my prices are too high. I can't charge these prices. But then if I don't charge these prices, how am I going to scale? And it's like this ugly downward spiral from there. But here's the thing. If you have clients that are paying you your prices, then people will pay you your prices. Like it's that simple. If you don't have clients yet and you need those clients and you keep getting told that your prices are too high, let's take a step back and reevaluate. Are your prices too high or is there a piece of the marketing that you're not showing the value that you're going to bring to justify your prices? So usually I feel like it's not the prices. From what I've seen, it's a hang up in your discovery call. And so don't let one person's comment base your pricing decisions because typically, typically, not always, it's not your pricing. And we can't let one person's comment dictate our business decisions. So that was a big lesson that I learned. And that is a very important lesson that I think that we all need to know because we're all guilty of like thinking these things. Even at a point in my business now where I have a wait list, I have people tell me, oh, that's out of my budget. And then I find myself like I have to catch myself thinking like, oh my gosh, have I outpriced myself? Like, am I too expensive? And I have people paying these prices. Like, it's just what we do. And we just have to catch it and make sure it's okay if that thought comes up, but we need to like reframe it. And then also remember, especially if you have clients, like people are paying these prices. And so that is definitely number three. It's do not base your pricing off of one person's comments. And number four, doing all the things will get you nowhere. So I am very passionate about this because here's the deal. We hear a lot of people saying that we need to be on Instagram. We need to be on video. We need to be on YouTube. We need to be on LinkedIn. We need to be on Facebook. We need to be putting out blog posts. We need a podcast. Like we need all this content. And guess what? As service providers, we don't need any of that. Like none. Like none of it. If you look at my Instagram, it's like garbage. If you look at my Facebook business page, it's pretty much garbage. Um, My YouTube, I did a few episodes and then realized like, holy cow, a lot goes into YouTube. And so as a service provider, we don't have to use all this stuff. All we have to do is remember when we're on these platforms, we just have to be actively marketing ourselves using our marketing minutes that we're tracking, but we don't need to be posting content for content's sake. Like you just don't need to do that. And I love that as a service provider that we don't have to do that. It's so freeing. Like just let yourself take that in for a moment that you don't have to post content for content's sake. Ah, uh, we are so lucky because in the course creation and influencer and all those markets, 
they do have to be doing that. But as service providers, we are so fortunate that we're not getting hired because we have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Like it's so cool that we don't have to do that. So doing all the things is not going to get you anywhere. Also, not only on top of like platforms, but let's chat about your services. How many services are you actually offering? Are you offering like 10 different services, six different services? Simplify your business. Offer one to three services max. And those one to three services max should all go together. So for me, it was doing funnels. Like once I switch from organic to Facebook ads and funnels. It was sales funnels and Facebook ads. Those were my two. Then I realized like uh, funnels were taking a lot of time. They weren't my jam. Like they just weren't bringing me joy. So now I only offer Facebook ads. Like that's it. And I do Facebook ad intensives, which is just two hours of me on the phone reviewing people's Facebook ads and giving them a strategy in place. But it's still all around Facebook and Instagram ads one service. So if you are someone who's offering email marketing, social media, general admin task, like all the things, think about it. What can you release? What is not making you money? And this is where we go back to episode two, where I talked about the four things I tracked. And it's looking at your expenses and saying, what is bringing in money? What it's not. If it's not, cut it. You don't need it. And so really evaluating also your happiness level, which I talked about in episode two, and making sure that you love what you're doing. Because if you don't love it, why are you doing it? Now, we're not always going to love our jobs. I love Facebook ads. There are days that I do not like Facebook ads. And it's just part of it. But for the like 99% of the other time, I love Facebook ads. And that's why I do it. I wasn't loving the building sales funnel and that's why I don't do it anymore. So what services are you offering? Because if you're offering all the things, you will never be known for anything. So all of these four lessons I learned, they really go together. Like I'm all about simplicity and the first one's keep it simple. But then that also goes with stop doing all the things. Doing all the things will get you nowhere, which was number four. And then building those relationships. But in that, I talked about only having one to three people that you listen to. Simplicity. And then not basing your prices off of one person's comment. This is not part of the other ones, but it's just something that I know I struggled with. I know a lot of my members of ServeScale Source struggle with. And I just wanted to like, we need to say that more. And it needs to be talked about more. So it's one of the four lessons I learned. These four, I think, are so important no matter what your business is, especially as a service-based entrepreneur. We are just so fortunate that we can keep our business as simple as possible. So those are the four lessons I learned scaling my business from zero to six figures in 10 months. And these lessons are ones that I hope you can learn from that took me a little bit longer to get through some of them. So you can learn them faster. You can scale your business faster. And I just can't wait to see you soar. So one last thing that I would love to leave you is I always, always, always want to know your feedback. I always want to know what you want to hear more of. And so if you could go and leave me a review a just honest review of what you think about the podcast. Tell us what else you want to hear about. 
Then as we're doing this, we're actually giving away several gift cards. We're doing $100 gift card and four $25 gift cards. And as soon as we hit 100 reviews, we're going to be giving away all four of those. It's super simple. All you have to do is leave an honest review and go to servescalesore.com forward slash review. Just put in your name and email and take a screenshot of your review and submit it. And then as soon as we hit those 100, we are going to be raffling off randomly those five gift cards. And so we want you to be one of our winners. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you go serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.